Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 14 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast, brought to you by WrestleBuzz at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, at WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter. It is I, Joseph Crush, along here with the usual suspects. MJ3, what's going on, buddy? Good morning, everybody. It is early, but we're doing it. Good morning is right. Bad News Canale, how are we doing? Oh. Yeah, pretty good morning, boys. How you doing? Doing all right. Happy Saturday. And uh, the man, no, no nickname today. Straight up Nicky Noodles. What's, what's cooking? <laughs> what's, up, boys? what's going on? Top of the morning. Top of the morning is right. Uh, just a quick uh, want to share our appreciation to the listeners here. Over the past few weeks, we've been seeing some uh, increase in downloads and stuff, and just uh, want to show our appreciation. Um, we are, as you're listening to us now, either on iTunes or Spotify, uh, we appreciate any rates and reviews that you can give or share. Uh, the uh, podcast with your friends, anything is appreciated. We just want to give that a uh, big thanks to everyone out there before we get into this week's episode. Um, but yeah, iTunes, Spotify, you know where to find us if you're obviously listening to us right now. Um, but yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Our ratings are a little better than Raw's, so we're, we're doing all right. I think we're, uh, I think we're above Raw's viewership <laughs> or listenership, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> do you love fantasy sports and professional wrestling? Of course you do. So join Paper Champion. It's free to play, win real prizes, gifts, trophies, and more. Signups for Season 5 are currently underway. Do you have what it takes to be the next Paper Champion? If so, contact us at kfabecup at gmail.com. Once again, that is kfabecup at gmail.com. Paper Champion. Fantasy wrestling done right. Uh, big weekend in wrestling. First, I want to talk about uh, Impact. I know it's kind of rare for us to uh, really harp on that week by week, but, I mean, they've been making the uh, the waves here. Um, Slammiversary happened this weekend. Uh, I I got to watch some, most of it, some of it, a little bit of it, like not nothing too crazy. I didn't really, couldn't really keep an eye on it. Was kind of, I'm not really used to the talent there, but uh, we can safe to say – People that watch from the outside were in it for the debuts that they that they were coming with this week with the releases from WWE. Everyone, um, all their ninety day compete clauses uh, coming to an end here. Um, we got to see the Good Brothers, who we knew were going there. Um, Heath showing up, Heath Slater, and then uh, EC3, Eric Young, and then during the week, Kurt Hawkins made a made an announcement that he was going to Impact. Uh, NJ3, I just want your quick thoughts on these debuts and uh, what do you think going forward for Impact? I mean, some people are coming home. Yeah. You know, some people are going for the first time. I think it's a good move. I mean, at the end of the day, you, you, you just said it before, you know, there's a lot of eyes on the show, not just for the show itself, but for the debuts. And now yeah. you're, you're going to infuse some talent. We said it a couple of weeks in a row that this is this is a good move for them. Um, I watched Slammiversary. I thought it was a good show. Like you said, I didn't know yeah. the talent as well. But um, I did know some, and uh, I thought the show was good. I thought the drops of when they used some of the guys worked out good. 
And um, I'm intrigued. I can't wait to see a little bit more, see what they do. You know, got to capitalize, got to make an impact. There you go. (laughs) I liked, I liked, um, I know we had an episode um, on impact like during the week, but how EC3 has, they're hinting at maybe him being aligned with two other guys with his, uh, his videos have showed him drinking whiskey with two other people in the video. So there's still a little uh, speculation going forward um, on what we're going to see. But uh, bad news. What do you think on this? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool to see all those, you know, those debuts, especially EC3. I mean, I love to see what they're going to do with him, being that he was he was there originally years ago. Yeah. And everything. And I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the Good Brothers. I mean, are they going to be fa- – it looks like they might be faces. I'm not sure. I mean, from what I can tell, I'm not 100% sure. But be interesting to see what they do with them. And uh, the Hawkins thing really has me intrigued because, I mean, does that mean what's his name? His former tag team partner, you know, Mr. Former Zach Ryder should go there or does he go to AEW? So, I mean, a lot of possibilities with everyone down there. So, it's going to be going to be pretty cool. I'm ho- hoping for the best for them because, you know, they need something down there. So Yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, there's still open uh, possibilities. We still have uh, Ryder, like you said, or Matt Cardona. He's, he's going to go by. Uh, Rusev's still available out there, too. Is another solid name that we haven't seen show up yet. So, um, I'm sure there's more that we're missing, but there's definitely a couple – Still, there's still time, right? There's still, uh, I mean, they have, we don't know where they're going to show up, AEW, uh, T- TNA, but uh, Nikki Noodles, you have nice. a lot of opinions on, uh, on uh, other <laughs> promotions, so uh, what's your thought on this? No, it's definitely good for the brand, man, to, to, to get some household names, to get some uh, professionals in there with a little life, of, uh, injection of some, some life over there. Yeah. Um, and I'm really happy for the guys, too, to actually get an opportunity where maybe they can, they can do something different for some, for once, you know what I mean? And have an opportunity to, to really showcase their real talents and skills where maybe on the, the WB circuit, they weren't able to do that. So it'd be a nice opportunity for all of them to see what they're made of. Yeah, I agree. I'm excited. I, uh, I'm definitely going to check in going forward. Maybe, maybe not watch every week. Uh, I'm not, I'm not invested at that point yet, but I definitely am going to keep tabs on the show uh, that they produce still trying to figure out what channel they're on on my cable television. Um, but I know, we can probably catch them online on somewhere. Definitely YouTube. catch them somewhere. I yeah. mean, I thought the I thought the show was a good wrestling show. Like I thought yeah. it was like a good wrestling show. They have to the production for Slammiversary. Those, yeah. those that that sound was subpar. I don't know what it's they were true. doing. Yeah, that was yeah. that was bad. They gotta get that together, and they gotta figure out how to do some more fans and get some more interactions in there because um there were some really good moments that would have been really you know um emphasized better if we had a little applause and a little noise in the crowd. But yeah. all in all, I thought it was a good show. So I'm hoping they kind of get it yeah. going and that could you would be think everybody by now it would be pumping pumping some type of noise i mean everyone if every sport's starting to do it now right so i mean yeah, it's not doing wrestling i mean it's nothing silly. wrong with it yeah it could be in part that tommy dreamer was fighting for a heavyweight championship as well so oh, yeah. just show that, that, that will cut any noise yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> hate to take the positivity away for impact but, but what the fuck uh, isn't that um bob hermance's um cousin no, it's not. <laughs> what was that story? <laughs> quick, quick, go quick. He, we met Tommy Dreamer at a convention. Uh, it was like a WrestleMania weekend, WrestleMania 29 weekend in New York City. And I think he went to school, or he thought he went to school with Tommy Dreamer's cousin, our friend Bob. Oh. Um, and he went up. He's like, oh, is your cousin so-and-so? He's like, no. He's like, but isn't your last, real last name this? He's like, no. And he just like just shot, shot Bob <laughs> down hard. So... We'll have many more uh, Bob stories coming forward for WrestleMania weekends. <laughs> you know what? That should, be, that should be a segment leading up to WrestleMania weekend, Bob, <laughs> yeah. Bob stories. We got plenty Bob to stories. share. And, yeah. boy, man, that guy, uh, 
He's one a character. In, one including Noel Foley that that uh, is for the history books. So um, <laughs> another another show happened this weekend, boys. Uh, that is Extreme Rules. Uh, the horror show at Extreme Rules, I should say. Sorry about that. Uh, it was very scary. Um, <laughs> I mean, just overall thoughts. We're not going to go match by match, obviously. But uh, we did our predictions last week. Uh, I think your source... Oh, yeah, your source was right again for its anniversary. I want to go back to that, uh, NJ3. <laughs> you were on point again. I don't know who yep. this person is that you have in, in your back pocket, but uh, just shout out to them, man. Shout hey, out to you. Listen, they I – won't, I won't gender identify them. I know how Nikki feels about uh, gender identification, but <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll keep them, um, you know, as my, my anonymous source. But uh, they do drop some good, uh, some good knowledge for me. Yeah. All right, so back to, back to the – the task at hand here, uh, extreme rules. Um, bad news, Canali. Uh, just any any points that stuck out to you there? The, any any matches that you loved? Any uh, any uh, events that happened that you really took away from it? Um, I mean, the Swamp match. You know, that was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, seeing seeing Y and Strowman go at it, and I mean, very cool seeing Alexa Bliss show up in there. That was very cool. Yeah, it was interesting. That was very. You know, everyone thought she was Sister Abigail, but clearly it was a hallucination. But you yeah. know, people of whatever. Um. <laughs> The whole, you know, eye for an eye match. I mean, it was kind of mm. silly. I mean, especially at the end where it looked like a gumball. If, you know, yeah. everyone thought that was that. So, uh, but overall, you know, it was good. It was a good, uh, good pay per view. I loved the uh, what's it called McIntyre's Dolph match. I thought that was great. I mean, those two. I mean, Dolph can sell anything. He sold that freaking Claymore like anybody. Yeah, I actually think so, he took that. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I think he got a boot to the face there on that one. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, yeah. So overall, good pay per view. So yeah, I think uh, I think the matches. I think solid pay per view for obviously what they're given at this current time. But uh, again, I mean, it, we're, we're anyone you have your opinions on any matches. Like the Swamp match was definitely you could you could look online afterwards. It was almost like fifty fifty on whether people thought it was a joke or people actually enjoyed it. <clears throat> Me and Tommy have fascination for horror movies, so. Mm-hmm we take to it a little differently than maybe like you guys would. I'm not sure even what your guys' opinion was on it, but we'll get to that. I'm just saying like how I know right off the bat, me and Tom would like that match more than maybe other people. So, but I mean, if that, you're a Wyatt fan, you think, yeah, I think that was great. You know what I mean? Yeah. For his whole character. I mean, if it was like, you know, McIntyre was in that match or whatever, and it would make no sense, but it's Wyatt. Yeah. So, you know, it just has, there's more meaning behind it than having an actual in-ring match. So I thought it was yeah, pretty exactly. cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, Nikki Noodles, thoughts on Extreme Rules, the horror show at Extreme Rules. Uh, I actually liked it. Uh, my two two favorite matches uh, were uh, Cesaro and Nakamura versus New Day. Um, yeah. It was a nice, nice tag team win for those guys. Yeah. Um, it's finally uh, well-deserved that they got some little respect and some recognition again. Um, nice to have them to hold the titles. You know, Their work has always been a little underappreciated for all these years, as skillful as those guys are. Yeah. Um, and I actually really liked the uh, Sasha Asuka match, and um, I enjoyed the – the Bailey, the Bailey part, which you put the referee jer- uh, jersey on and, and counted it down. That was a little old school, um, yeah. great heel work. Um, and it's a nice little build up for another match between Sasha and Asuka. Um, and then the Swamp match, um, is, I think it was everything that I expected it to be. Um, everything where I figured Bray would, would do his thing as always. Um, there was definitely some uh, some eeriness and, and some some wildness. But at the same time, it was the setup for everything that you thought it would be with the Fiend. So it was, it was good. Well, very well done. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, maybe a thing that I would have liked more. I mean, I know we're not. I'm not sure of like Rowan's current status, but I would have loved to see him pop up on there. Um, that would have been pretty cool. It's like a flashback. We've seen Heath come back, and that was an impact. So like we, it's possible that unless he's signed to a deal already, that he could have like showed up at the Swamp match. But um, 
Uh, uh, NG3, your thoughts on uh, the horror show? I mean, j- just to kind of piggyback off of you, what I was just going to yeah. go into about this, I'll, I figure I'll stop with, start with the Swamp match. Yeah. Um, maybe just he didn't fit the storyline, right? I think I think the, the part that Alexa played was a really good part yeah, because of, you know, we can all say, I mean, who doesn't love Alexa? Right? We all probably have a crush on her as it is. But, um, you know, with Braun, I know they're close friends, but I'm sure, like, the way they kind of played off, they kind of worked well with the storyline. Yeah. I may not be as a horror um, fanatic as you and Tom may be, but I thought they told a really good story, right? I was afraid that, however they're going to do this match until it was a swamp match, that they were going to kind of put Braun over Bray again. Mm-hmm. And if you do it, what's the point of having a 3 P like the third match? But the way they told this story, the mind game that they played um, – how it resurrected the fiend, which is kind of what we want to see. We want to see full brawn versus full fiend, and we want to. I want to see a fight. I want to see a hard hitting fight to yeah. finally end this kind of story. So I thought that they actually did a good job in telling that story. They've been able to take advantage of the cinematic matches. I mean, it, it, under the circumstances, you have to be creative, and I think because of it, it's allowed them to kind of really step outside of their comfort zone, which clearly they've done. I mean. Who's, who's kind of started these cinematic matches? You can, I guess, argue Nick's boy Matt Hardy did with those compound matches. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. So, you uh, that Van, Vanguard, Vanguard 1, you know, <laughs> Nero 2. But um, I thought the Swamp match was great. Um, Kevin Owens and, and Buddy Murphy, I don't know if you guys had a chance to see the pre-show. That was fantastic. Yeah. Well, Murphy, excuse me, not Buddy Murphy, just Murphy. That's fine. Um, we get it. Kevin Owens is a stud. I do not want to see him on any more pre-shows. That guy is way too talented that match was fantastic um the sasha oscar match i think besides the finish was an absolute knockout match that was that was great i thought it was a good show overall probably give it about a 3.6 okay out of 10 or 5 out of 5 okay (laughs) no i think i agree with you like on the swamp match i think it was perfect in a sense uh and it didn't really hurt i mean like granted why arguably came out on top but i think it was a, th- a fight that braun went into where he couldn't like there was no chance of him winning like i think he he was outnumbered by all the mind games and everything all the hallucinations that he had overcome and and it's really not a loss and i mean like you could say it was a loss but it really wasn't a loss for braun he just i mean you're fighting the the villain in a movie that he it's his movie you know what i mean so I don't know, that's if, I ron, if ron wins that though the joe you might as well just hand bray his release papers because there's, there's no reason for it anymore it'd be criminal um well there was no really that you don't come out i mean if he came out on top if he walked away of it i guess he would have considered him a winner but like they i don't know they both went in the lake and the, the fiend came out it was like you can't really determine a winner out of that it was just like it just i, I think i thought like it transitioned the 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 summer it was the alley-oop buddy it was the alley-oop right yeah, right was, there to get slammed perfect. so uh I just, and the, the eye match. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, no, no, but the match terrible. was good itself. I love the oh, match. Yeah, yeah, sure. Great. Yeah, you yeah. didn't need the eye for an eye. That's the, that's yeah. the worst part of it. Yeah. You didn't yeah. need a gimmick for these two. You have Seth Rollins and you have Rey Mysterio, two of the best performers in their primes, in their times, facing off. You didn't need it. Why bother? And where are the I mean, f- could, why wasn't Dominic running go, down there? You know I mean? like, where, why was Dominic saving? He came, didn't he come at the end? He came at the end? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. That was such a good match. You didn't need it. It just I hate when they you don't need to overplay your hand. Exactly. Yep. They dug themselves too deep with the eye thing, I think, and that was that was what a shame. Whose call was that, huh? Oh I think we know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, going into like frustration with the show, I mean it's just a minor it wasn't that bad, but like Fox, apparently Fox and USA aren't currently happy with uh 
uh, ratings and viewership that SmackDown and Raw bring in, especially with sports coming up. Um, there's speculation that they might start putting uh, pay-per-view mat- style matches on weekly television shows. Um, Noodles, are you okay with? I mean, obviously, I think we should be okay with this as fans. But what are your thoughts on the possible uh, USA and uh, Fox being frustrated with the current product? Well, I mean, they're just like us too, right? I mean, you know, we get frustrated with the product as well. You know, with under delivering matches, recycling the same old stuff over and over again, trying to stretch things out because there's too much time to cover things. Um, you know, they make money on ratings, right? So they need it. So yeah. you know, their demand for a higher caliber quality product. And the only way to do that is to be a little more innovative, um, to, to bring more people in and invest into higher, higher caliber quality matches. And you need stars to perform at the highest levels. Title matches on Raws or SmackDown, all that type of stuff has to take, a, take effect. Otherwise, you know, people are going to get tired of watching the same old stuff. And as, as you all know, there's a lot going on in the world, whether it's, you know, political stuff, sports coming back, um, the weather's nice, you know what I mean? Um, you know, people are doing different things now. People have been locked up for months and it's time they want to go outside and do things. And they might not be looking to invest in the wrestling three hours every Monday for the same old crap. So, yeah. you know, it's time, it's time that they got to start, uh, you know, changing the, changing the culture a little bit. I agree. I think it's a common conversation we could have week by week. I don't want to harp on it too much. Uh, I also don't agree with, I mean, Friday nights were never a thing for me for wrestling. I don't, I would never agree with that. So Fox maybe, if they're able to move the night, I think would be great. Maybe put it back. It on would the help, Thursday. I think. I mean, Friday Friday's a nice night for most people to, you know, do things. So yeah. So if that's one of the things, I don't know if they would look into that. But uh, NJ three thoughts on uh, the hurting product and Fox and USA being unhappy. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't blame them. I mean, baseball's back, right? We we were just talking before the show. Of course, we always, we got to get at each other. We have two Yankee fans and two Met fans on the show. Yeah. So, uh, Tommy always got your back. Um, so you know, we love our sports. Hockey's back next week. I mean, I cannot wait to see that puck drop. Um, the Seattle Kraken are born. Yes. You know what I mean? So um, all jokes aside, sports are back. So obviously that's a lot of pressure on the networks because they want to have ratings. And Nikki was saying it before, you want to go out. We got to get out. I'm trying to get out more often. You know, I don't maybe I'm not going to sit in front of the TV watching it live sometimes. So I do like the fact because we were saying last week, what can they do to make it better? What can they do to make it must watch? And you have to give us better quality product. Nick was saying it before. You can't recycle the same thing. I don't. I want to be able to say, okay, I got to tune in. I need to see the bar fight. I need to see Nikki Cross Bailey again. Wait a second. Could Bailey drop the title? Could this really happen? Yeah. You, know, like, you need to see, you need to see these things. I, you know, take advantage of the talent you have. Just be creative with your storylines, spread the wealth, give us some better quality matches and it'll give reason to tune in week to week. Hey Jersey, how much how much of an impact do you think it has with like a lot of the, the big time stars not being able to do it, whether it's due to injury or lack of particip- wanting to participate with the circumstances of the world? I mean, that like doesn't Rome, help. You say like Roman Reigns and stuff like, like that. A guy like Roman, you know, stuff that like that. Hurts. It's important. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a it's a big blow to not have you know certain guys down. It, it, it definitely limits them in some of the things they're capable to do that make it believable. But at the same time, they got to start finding ways to elevate some people, whether you know. Give people some freedom to have some choice in their character and say what they want to do. That'll See, and that's, a, and that's a good point, man. I like what you just said right there. Give them some freedom with their character, right? This is the time to take the chances and be bold. And they won't get booed. You can't, you know? you can't get <laughs> Exactly. You, you won't get booed. You can't get worse. And you might be able to hit home runs. These cinematic matches, whether you've loved them or hate them, however you want to power rank them, they have been different. They've been fun. 
Yeah. So I like what you said right there. They actually have a purpose. When every cinematic match has a purpose and it tells a real story, it builds to something. It gives you excitement. It's a shame, you know, to to do the same stuff over and over again. It's criminal. Exactly. No, well said. Really great point. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, well said, boys. And I think uh, whether you like it or not or whether you agree with it or not, having your top guy out this whole time definitely hurts ratings of some sort. They need a two-hitter, man. They need a two-hitter back. Yeah. So that's your best hit a second. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a- analytics. Computer guys are telling us how to play baseball, but that's okay. For 95 years, the best hitters always hit third, but all of a sudden, what, what is what does Gettleman say? The computer, <laughs> the, we hired, the Giants hired one computer guy or something. <laughs> oh, my poor Giants. Anyway, Tommy back Boy. to wrestling. Yeah, Tommy Boy. What are your, uh, <laughs> I know we went over a lot here. What are your thoughts on this whole situation here? I mean, just agree basically what everyone was saying. You know, you need, you need your big stars like Roman, obviously. And, but I also get, you know, from both sides, you know, they're not happy with the range, but also, you know, they're compromised because not everyone's there. You know what I mean? So yeah. they got to start doing some new stuff like it, like everyone was saying, like maybe make some big new stars or whatever. Like, like they're not, if they, if it doesn't work out, they're not going to get booed, you know? Cause yeah. you know, crowds. So I mean, this is your time. This is your time to push people without exactly live yeah. repercussions. Let these guys do what they, what they're like here to do and then see what happens with the if, if the viewership doesn't work out then go another route then i mean you gotta let these guys that maybe we haven't seen often hop on tv if they're willing to at least if they're not there then you can't put them on but i mean give the give these other people some chances and uh i don't know maybe right, so i know i know it's i know it's really hard to like you know to see totally what works and what doesn't work without like a real true crowd reaction right i yeah. mean they're basing a lot of their stuff on you know, fucking social media reactions and, and tweets and the fucking trolls and keyboard warriors. I mean, they need to just let some things ride. You know, you got to let something marinate too sometimes. You can't just scrap something after, you know, a couple of weeks if, yeah. you know, you don't like it. You know, I know it hurts. You know, you want to see the crowd reactions, right? That that tells people if someone's getting over, if someone's not getting over, this sucks, this is this is good. But at this point, you know, all everything should be in play here. Every risk should be taken here. There should be no no stone left unturned right now. Yeah. And like even like you said, like Jersey, you said before, going into like a Bailey Nikki Cross match, is Nikki Cross gonna win? Is she gonna lose a title on SmackDown? Like, give us a title change on like a big title change on a SmackDown. Let let Drew I'm not that I want Drew to lose a title. If Drew defends a title one night against someone, like just change it up for a week or like a couple weeks just to have like a, a give us some like shock value. Shock value is big, especially when there's no crowd there. Give us something to want to watch at home. Uh I mean it's people on edge. Yeah, you got to on edge, man. You got to keep us at the edge of our seats, man. I mean, that's why you got the twenty four seven championship, bud. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that thing changes every week. You want a title change? You got it, Joey. You said it. You got it. Have <laughs> multiple times on one show, you know. Yeah. Speaking of the twenty four seven title change, uh, and possibly something that would draw me back into watching Raw is a potential uh, new faction, or it is a new faction with uh, we got Bobby Lashley, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin, uh, the Hurt Business. So. Uh, people are questioning, is this – and we even saw Farouk show up, Ron Simmons show up the other day and have a little discussion with MVP. Uh, are we seeing the signs uh, of a new nation? Uh, MG3, what do you think? I sure hope so because everything that MVP is doing, he's touching, it's going to turn into gold. I mean, Bobby Lashley I'm finally invested in, right? He, Leo Rush was his manager for a while, and the whole thing just felt, eh. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. Bobby Lashley's got a lot of talent, but the, the Mike piece, eh. Mm. MVP shows up. And I'm, I'm glued. I'm glued. <laughs> and I'm happy that Shelton got got some love. I mean, that guy that guy is yeah. talented as anything. I mean, yeah. why not? Put the 24-7 championship on him. Let him and R-Truth go back and forth a little bit. I'm all for it. I think it's great. I think the faction's good. And I actually 
I hope there's a fourth member, mm. and there might be. There might be. I have. A, I'll tease it now. I, I have. I have a little inside source, but I'm not dropping it today. Yeah. <laughs> is that? Is you just leave us at the but hanging right here? Just, you just, just like that. Just like that. All right, man. Ratings, Joey. Ratings. Got to got to keep them coming back. Yeah. Bad news. What are your thoughts on uh, New Nation and Domination? Possibly. Oh man, absolutely love it. Like you said, MVP. Everything he's touching. So this turn, everything is turned to gold. Um, and. You know, finally giving uh, Benjamin some love. I saw a crazy stat that I think his last win on Raw was like back in 20, uh, 2006 or something, or last title win. Jeez. It was insane. He's deserved much better than that, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, that can't be right. And I looked into it. <laughs> Holy shit, that is. I'm like, wow. So it's cool to see him. I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's like the legit champion in that group right now. You know, MVP, you know. He yeah. says he's the United States champ, but, you know, he really isn't. So um, He's my champ, Tommy. He's my yeah, champ. Yeah, well, <laughs> until, you, until you you beat the, the champ, you know, we'll see what happens. But, no, absolutely, I'm excited for it. Hope they get a pretty cool entrance music like the Nation had years ago, so that would be pretty cool. Yeah, no, I think uh, – I don't I don't know if they can go the exact route as the Nation did, like super pro, um, uh, like, rights – stuff like yeah i, mean, I know what you mean. yeah i you know i don't want to talk too much about that but i don't think they, i don't know if they can go that route and uh but i definitely like the idea of a faction of sorts uh involving yeah. these guys and then potentially other superstars down the road um nicky noodles what are your thoughts on this buddy no it's always great to see a you know a dominant faction take place um i mean like jersey and tommy was saying i mean everyone sees what mvp is doing man it's just top of the line stuff absolutely and then you have guys like lashley benjamin who've been doing it for so long you know high quality talented guys um, it's about time that, you know, they use their veteran leadership, man, and help develop some, you know, another younger star that they could add to the group or maybe another two guys, hopefully, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm excited to see where it leads. Um, and there's definitely good potential there for sure. No, I agree. I think MVP has been doing top notch stuff. Uh, Incredible. I, th- I think this is what I think more or less when talking about Jersey hit on with Leo Rush before um, MVP with Lashley is I think what they had in mind with Leo Rush and Lashley, like uh, uh, the mouthpiece behind him and with that, that could still wrestle and like maybe take on his like heater matches before leading up to his matches. And then, um, but I think this is what they had more in mind. Um, Leo Rush, I mean, just didn't work out. Sorry, buddy. I don't know what no, but MVP is just, he's a just different guy. Like he's, he's got yeah. the look, right. He could still go. He could still yeah. do his thing. He's a big time trash talker. I mean, it's a little yeah. different coming from a, a guy of a larger stature, I should say. That's yeah. a fair point. <laughs> big, big things popping. Yeah. <laughs> and he's actually done it. You know, he hasn't just, you know, his mouth. Yeah, he could, he could back it up. Yeah. So, uh, sticking with Raw here, a uh, little segment when, obviously, there was uh, a schmozzy finish with the uh, sasha Oscar match, uh, where Sasha technically really isn't the women's champion, the Raw women's champion. Um, Stephanie McMahon had a big issue with this. And we saw a nice little appearance of her on Raw. It's been a while since we've seen any type of authority type figure on Raw or SmackDown. Um, and she made uh, an executive decision uh, going forward. I think what she say it was going to be Asuka versus Sasha. Is there a triple threat or is it just them two? Nope, just it's one on one. Yeah, one on one for the title. Tit- yeah, no count like like count out title change like anything like there will be a title change. Yeah. So yeah. So good for her. I think uh do do we like the uh the reappearance of a, an authority type figure? Maybe not on the concept, but at least know that there is someone making decisions and not just shit randomly happening week by week. Uh Nikki Noodles, what are your thoughts? I mean it was definitely cool and uh nice to see Stephanie again. You know what I mean? I do enjoy when, you know, her and like Triple H do make their appearances and stuff like that to see yeah. that they're paying attention that they are involved. 
Um, I just hope it's not one of those, you know, the standard play when, you know, ratings are down and things aren't going good. You know, that whole authority segment always comes back into play and it's yeah. kind of rehashing a lot of that same thing. Um, but it was a decent start. And, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, if they do it right and they do it properly with, you know, with Stephanie and stuff like that, it could be all right, especially in the women's division. No, absolutely. Uh, bad news. What do you think? Yeah, no, it was funny because right before, you know, they came out, I'm like, okay, what are they going to do here? Because obviously we know she's not really the champion, so they're going to have, like, you know, um, like, uh, what's his name? Philip say something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, she's not really the champion. I mean, kind of need something. Then when they came down and she popped up on the screen, I'm like, okay, that's cool. So, like, every once in a while it'd be cool to show, hey, we're still watching, you know, no shenanigans are going to go on on all watch type of thing. So, very cool to see. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I'm not sure of like what other route they could have went to to enforce something on Bailey. Uh, NJ3, what do you think? I would say Bailey and Sasha have been running wild on all the shows for too <laughs> yeah. long. It is time to get their asses in place, all right? <laughs> when you need a McMahon, the McMahon will show up. The one man with McMahon I want to go away won't go away, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but the one that uh, did show up, at least, I know. I'm going to have to kill that guy. Um, so, no, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool to see Stephanie. But what, that's what I'm saying, like, take advantage of something like that. It's like you don't need to actually be in the arena. Do yeah. a quick little Skype. Yeah. Look how, look how we're doing the show. I don't yeah. got it. You know, we're not in the same room, but we're still doing the show. You know what I mean? Like, do something. So that was good. I was happy to see because I want to see a conclusion to the storyline. Um, Asuka better get her belt back. And just want to say, tip my hat to Kyrie Sane. Her and Bailey, good match. And I think that was Kyrie's farewell match. So yeah. happy to see her go over and uh, go over on top. And I heard she's even on good terms. I so did read that they're still trying to keep her involved somehow. I don't know what kind of contract oh, really? they negotiate. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure if she's – I mean, I don't know if, if something's going to come out of it, but it was just a quick read that I saw pop up on Facebook. So who knows? Getting a nice sure win over Bailey helps, you know. You yeah, know it's I, mean? nice. I haven't keep seen Bailey in a very long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Just a quick note here. It kind of popped up recently at the end of the week here. Uh, SummerSlam was officially canceled and a no-go for uh, to happen yeah. at TD Garden. Um, I think we kind of all assumed that was going to happen. Yeah. Right? Um, they're still announcing – they ha- they're looking to announce another – location though so i'm kind of confused if they're uh, they just going to wash and have it in the performance center or what are they going to do um just a quick hit here uh dead news what do you think what, like what are your thoughts on this like, do you think they're going to go to a place where they're going to have people out or they're just going to stick with the performance center i mean at this point i think they're just going to stick at the performance center i mean yeah. unless you know something completely changes by the end of next month you know everything going on i yeah. doubt it very much so i think just hey stick with what's working for now so i would say stick with the performance center no, I agree. I think I think that's the route they're going to go. Uh, MJ3, what do you think, bro? I mean, uh, I would be very shocked if they went out anywhere outside of the performance center. I'm not saying what's what they have is the best that they can do, but it could be the best of the worst situation. Why open yourself up to unnecessary risk if you don't need to? Florida right now is going through it. Um, it's a hot spot, and you know that's the reason why Roman's not there is because of the situation. So. Yeah. Try not to back yourself into a corner and have any of your other stars kind of look to kind of like, ah, I don't know how I feel about this one. I have a family and or I have a family with this. This one has a condition. You know what I mean? So I think it makes the most sense to be at the performance center. That's what they've been doing. But um, take it seriously. This is the summer. This is SummerSlam. This is the uh, the party of, of the summer for wrestling. And yeah. I want to see some good storylines. I want to see some enhanced matches. I want to see some give me make sure to give it something special i don't want to just watch it and, and feel like i'm watching just a, a better version of raw that night so no i agree um nicky noodles what do you think buddy i don't know man I, I really you know it'd be awesome if they could find another place i just don't i just don't see it happening i think they just might as well just stay the course at this point um yeah. 
it's not really worth the risk, right? I mean, if you can have guys back out or females back out because of the circumstances, it's just not worth it. I mean, we're just not there yet. You know, we're getting better. We're getting closer. Um, but, you know, they just stick to the formula and, you know, just ride it out. Because, you know, once, they, once we can get to the live crowds again the way, the way we want it to and the way we expect it to, the place is just going to be wild. I and mean, people are feeding to be able to do that. So I look forward to when it can happen, but it's just not ready yet. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, stick to the course, like you guys said. Uh, don't rush anything until you have to. I know they're kind of at hard times right now with viewership, but I think you still have those the fans that are always going to watch like us, no matter what. Uh, obviously, we want better uh, for a better product. We want the, the crowd back to get that extra feel, but don't risk anyone's health to just to make a couple extra bucks, right? So, um, so how much think, money could they make if no one if no one could really be there anyway? I mean, yeah, even if there was a limited yeah. capacity, right? I mean. You'd have to get a football stadium and what, you're going to have 100 people spread out by 10 yards? I mean, it's the same. seems a little silly. So like just – I was just going to get into, like, AEW, right, before we get into Wednesday night stuff, uh, AEW kind of has that advantage where they're able to be in an outside arena on the weekly and because Tony Khan owns whatever, having buildings down there. Yeah. Where they are allowed, like they have other people. You could hear it every week. It's not just the juiced-up audio. They're, they have other fans there, whether or not they're – they're related to the workers or not you know there's not just wrestlers in the crowd so they have that advantage of maybe being outside where there's a little less restriction than being in a small performance center right so are they maybe they are looking for somewhere like a small outdoor arena where they could have SummerSlam and have some extra people just to give that a little feel like that big time feel that they weren't able to give for WrestleMania. I don't know. I don't know what they're planning. That's um, an interesting point. Interesting yeah, so point. I'm not, I'm not sure what they have coming out. Uh, we watched WrestleMania in the performance center. I thought it was obviously it wasn't WrestleMania. didn't feel like WrestleMania fully, but it still happened. Right. So I, anything could happen at this point. So, uh, Getting into Wednesday nights, boys. We talk about it every week. Uh, I noticed when I listened back to the podcast, we mentioned tag team wrestling for AEW every week. So, I mean, it just every, it's just get some like, new material, noodles. Get some new, get some new material. <laughs> just, That's all they got going. It's all they got. <laughs> uh, the big, the big thing that, to me that came out of it, and you guys may have a different opinion, was that Keith Lee's, uh, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, Vacated? Vac- I'm sorry, vacating yeah, yeah. Uh, his yeah. North American Championship, and we're getting a influx of uh, triple threat matches. To, to the winners of those matches are going to into a ladder match at the NXT Takeover 30 for the North American Championship. Uh, bad news. This is some good news, I think. I think uh, we weren't really sure how uh, the North American Championship is going to be divvied upon here. Was Keith going to run uh, double championship matches? That triple threat match <laughs> that I thought up in my head was a joke. Um, I apologize for that. But what do you think going forward, the North American Championship? Uh, your, your thing was pretty cool. I was thinking outside the box. I enjoyed yeah, that. He tried. He tried. Yeah, Give him an yeah. A for effort. A for exactly. Yeah. A for effort. Exactly. It wasn't, uh, a, no, it wasn't a Joey Russo moment. Just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's pretty cool to do it. I mean, pretty cool seeing Bronson Reed be in there. That's pretty yeah, cool. Man. Nice little rub for him. So yeah. the, big, the big boy. Um, but no, it should be you know it should be a lot of fun. Did they announce any other matches for it yet? I'm not sure if they have. Next week, Loomis, Balor, oh, oh yeah, Loomis, and uh, yeah, Thatcher. Yeah. I mean, I love to see Loomis in there. I mean, that guy is just the guy doesn't say much, but he doesn't have to when he you know. I'm yeah. saying, did he say any words yet? <laughs> I don't think he has. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, no. So it should be fun. Love to see that. Yeah, I mean, uh, what, what happened on AEW, Jersey? What do we got? Anything special coming from AEW this week? Um, you know what? It, it's funny. I'm watching this show, and I'm like, 
are they trying to bite off of Extreme Rules a little bit? Cody fought against um, Eddie Kingston, um, a guy, I guess, independent guy. He's been on the independence for like 19 years or whatever the case yeah. is. And he fought him in a no disqualification match. And there was tax brought in, tax, like dumb tax brought into the ring. Those are big ones, too. Those were baby ones. Those, no, those yeah. are real. Those are real ones. Yeah. And they were in his skin. So I definitely felt, but that was a that was a hard-hitting match. Like, that was a yeah. legit match. I was like, yeah. okay. So I'm like, are they trying to mess around, like, do their own little extreme rules kind of thing to try to, you know, take a shot at WWE? Um, MJF. God. <laughs> I, I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to yeah. leave it right there. Because yeah. if you're not on, get out. Yeah. Um, guy's a stud, and um, we had the return of Sammy Guevara, Joey's boy, one half Spanish of the God. sex gods. <laughs> so he was back, and it was good to see him. Obviously, I hope that he watches his mouth from now on. Yeah. And guys, Twitter is public. This is for not only for wrestling for life, just be careful what you say out there, it always comes back around. Yeah, and um, podcasts are uh, too. Screenshot away from, from yeah. death. Yeah, <laughs> and then we had we had FTR and Butcher and the Blade in a little uh, in a nice match. Actually, that was kind of a fun match to watch them. Um, I guess it was like a no DQ match because they were in the kitchen, tables were involved, they were in the crowd, they were doing their thing. So all in all, it was a good episode of AEW. Um, table setter episode. And um, next week, Johnny Starks is aligning himself with Taz and Brian Cage against Darby Allen and John Moxley. Yeah, mm-hmm. should be interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Hangman Page, FTR. What's going on with that? Dropping a little something. AW is pretty high right now. It's they're uh, doing something. Yeah, they're doing something over there. So there's my analysis. And, I, and I, could, I, I, could see a, I could see a nice little doubling down on a tag match. You know, you got the Inner Circle versus Team, <laughs> team Tropicana coming coming your way. <laughs> and you know, we had we had a nice little five on five, ten man tag match next week. Survivor Series, Tropicana versus the Inner Circle. It'd be glorious. There we go. I uh, just want to fact check you, Jersey. I didn't want to interrupt you while you were speaking. You said FTR versus or Blade. It was uh, the Young Bucks. Just to give you I meant to say, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I knew you knew what you were talking about. I just want to make sure. He was flowing. You got to let him ride. You no, know? I oh, no, no. Right me there. off. I didn't, I didn't mean to say it like that. I apologize. But uh, yeah, Young Bucks. And it was a good match. And they went over, which is nice. And Tina Swanton off the top of the one little things onto the table. That was pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Dude, the Young Bucks, I mean, they're just top notch. I don't care what anyone says. You could think, talk about size and how over they were in Japan, and that's it but they're top-notch tag team. Uh, Noodles, Wednesday night, did you have fun? I did. I did. Um, I mostly enjoyed, though, with, with uh, Dajakovic and Karrion Cross. man. What a, just what a vicious beatdown. Um, mm. It was just awesome. And the, the road that's leading to him and Keith Lee is going to be awesome, man. And I just so look forward to that. And what they're doing with Cross is the most dominant, hottest big man in the game right now. It's just incredible. So that, that is really where, where I'm at. Yeah, I think Cross, I think the booking is uh, incredible. Is incredible. Yeah. I, I love every second of it. I love him. I'm like, Scarlett's just top-notch, too, so you can't even, like, downplay her. Um, Wednesday night was fun, man. I had a good time. I think uh, I, it's not often that uh, you get to watch a show back and forth. And, like, you, like, this one, I don't know, for whatever reason this week, I, I didn't know which one to stay on. I was, like, really back and forth with it, and I didn't know, am I, should I go back to TNT quick while NXT's <laughs> on? Like, I wasn't sure. <laughs> Because I don't want to miss anything. And then Ambrose hyped up something big was going to happen this week. I didn't see anything too crazy happen. Moxley. Moxley. Yeah, yeah. Whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was hoping to see something Mr. wild Mr. happen. Mr. Renee Young. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, Renee. Mr. Renee Young. <laughs> There's no shame in that, by the way. But uh, no. sign me up. They announced uh, another TNT championship match for next week. It's uh, Cody Rhodes. You guys are Cody. I'm sorry. Oh, hey, Rhodes. he does not have that last name. 
Yeah. He's uh, going against this guy Warhorse, who's like if you're not, I mean he's an in, another independent yeah. guy, but um he's super over online. Like this guy, this is what everyone's been asking for this whole time. I've never seen any of his work, so I'm intrigued to see uh, how that match goes. But um, Cody's been doing some some <clears throat> solid work every week. Uh, I lo- I like that's like my big my biggest thing I look forward to on AEW uh, is who he's gonna fight every week. So and I like how they're able to bring in even if it's a one shot deal these indie guys that that we don't get to see often because they're on only on YouTube or on uh, the internet that we get to see them on national TV. Like a guy like Eddie Kingston who maybe had a little run in Impact, so he had some TV time, but he's never got that big like break. So it's like that's uh, if we're looking at like the deep end of it. AEW is doing good work in that regards where they're giving guys shots that maybe wouldn't get a chance in WWE because they don't get through the system there where they're just bringing them right in. They know what they can do on the independence and then they're letting them showcase themselves on TV. I think it's a really good thing that they're doing over there. I, I appreciate that for guys that maybe not get a good look. Yeah, it's like an open tryout, man. Someone that had to make yeah. a career moment opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's always always cool for someone to have a chance to get a big break. You know, and that's awesome. Yeah, and every and a lot of hype. Sorry, just a lot of hype behind Kingston. His promo work. Uh, it was decent on on Wednesday, but apparently he he has he's like top notch on the mic. So I, I like that. I was just gonna say really quick that um, it's good to give themselves a chance to see what the potential is of the superstar at the time, right? Put him up against one of your best guys, see what comes out of it. Yeah. And is it legit? Is it worth signing? Is it just a one-off? You're giving someone a payday. You're helping someone in the business. You're given an opportunity to, to see if, okay, there is chemistry. Okay, this guy could be something. Why the heck not? I mean, yeah. I like the fact that, listen, I love the U.S. Open Challenge with John Cena back in the day and how they've kind of always done their little reiterations of it through different champions. But to legit see people that are not under contract fight for this championship is actually a pretty unique thing. Yeah. And That'd we don't and we don't know when he's going to – if he, if he'll ever lose the title, when he's going to lose the title, who's going to be – if he, is he ever going to give shots to guys within the company? Like bigger – like maybe – is that – is it going to be obvious when he's going to get the, the belt taken off him or is it going to be a, a shock? Like is Zack Ryder going to show up or Matt Cardona going to show up mm-hmm. and then he's the one that defeats him for it? Like that's a big thing that's been going around. Like who deserves to beat him for the title? I know we don't – it doesn't necessarily have to happen if we're just showcasing guys, but when it – like who would – I'm not asking you guys this, but like it's just a general question out loud. I, I like the the suspense of like it. Will he lose this week? Like, is the guy worth it? Uh, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. I like that the uh, open challenge idea. Just my opinion. Oh, that's good. Um, SmackDown was last night. I don't. We're we're running on time here, so I don't want to go too long here. Um, two big things that stuck out to me. Uh, Big E is getting his final his solo run that we've I think a lot of people have been waiting for um, since he came out from NXT. Yes, the five count I'm seeing in the bottom left hand corner of my screen, um, and Jeff Hardy uh, potentially showing uh, a turn to brother Nero maybe or please, uh, or please. a Willow maybe a Willow type deal after that bar fight with Sheamus. Um, uh, just a quick roundtable here, uh, Nikki Noodles. Biggie on um, a solos run? Any thoughts? Yeah, I love it, actually. He, yeah. It's been long overdue. He deserves it. And, and it's the perfect opportunity to do it now, obviously, with, with Kofi and Xavier Hurt. So yeah. he can actually go off and do his own thing, and it doesn't hurt the New Day. And it leaves opportunity for possible heel turn or something down the line between all of them. But it's good for him. And he's, he was always a, a big – he could be a big dominant guy. So I'm all for uh, Biggie getting his chance. Yeah. Um, and good for Hardy, too. Hopefully he can get an, a nice little last hurrah run here with something that he really wants to do because that – the whole last thing got a little old real fast. Yeah. 
Yeah, great. I think it was like you said, something that maybe he wants to put more creative behind himself is with the Willow character, or Brother Nero has a little more uh, of him involved, like his like quirkiness, which I like. Um, whether Tom, whether it's a uh, an IC title run or something like, or maybe even uh, WWE champion. No, no, the uh, Universal Championship run on SmackDown. Uh, what are you looking for with Biggie here? I mean, I like to see him against AJ. That'd be pretty cool to see yeah. a little run for run for that belt. I mean, and like we're saying, maybe down the line, maybe he turns here, like, say, like, Xavier and Kofi come back and like, all right, let's get the band back together. And Biggie's having all the success by himself. He goes, I don't want to come, you know what I mean? And then he turns heel on him. So it'd be cool to see him as a heel for a little bit. So, yeah. I mean, hope, hoping to see, but hopefully good things for him. Definitely needs a single run. I mean, I love the new day, but, it's, you know, I think it's time to, like, that's what I'm, but, you know, go to separate ways type of thing. So, and with Hardy. I mean, I love to see Willow. I mean, it was pretty sick when he was doing that back in TNA. So, I mean, I mean, you could do some crazy stuff with it. So, um, overall, pretty cool to see both of them do what they got to do. Imagine a, a Willow Brother Nero uh, Bray Wyatt match. That'd be pretty interesting. That'd be cool, yeah. Maybe that's his why last not? run is against The Fiend or something like that. Why not? That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah, why not? Exactly. NJ3, what do you got? Give me, give me a compound match with The Fiend and, and, yeah, and, and Brother Nero, please. Yes. Um. <laughs> I thought SmackDown was good. I mean, the, the, to open up the show, Cross and Bliss, that was cool. And you can kind of see, like, you know, Nikki Cross pushed Bliss right on her ass, which was, you know, at least she had a lot of good cushion of not get hurt, and that was great. <laughs> um, do your squats, everybody. Very important. Um, and then you, they had a good match, and this could be leading to, a you know, a potential possibly – heel turn from Bliss or maybe heel turn from Nikki or, you know, something's going to happen next week in that match between Bliss, um, between uh, Cross and Bailey that could start some sort of something on either side between the pair, between yeah. Bailey or Sasha and Bliss and uh, Nikki. Um, I thought it was a good show. I, I, I don't know if you guys heard during the bar fight, uh, Jeff Hardy during his little promo spot um, dropped that his brother had to delete his WWE career and that Jeff has to resurrect his. Ooh, so yes, I, did. I did hear that. I was yep. like, oh, yep. okay, dropping a little deletion yeah. over there. So I'm like, okay, so, you know, maybe that could be a leading to something. I don't know. Maybe we're hoping. I'm hoping. But yeah. um, good show, nonetheless. Yeah, I had fun. Uh, SmackDown's, oh, like you said, Jerry's always solid show. Uh, maybe Give me two- wrestling. That's all I want to see. Just give me some yeah. wrestling. The two hours. Two hours does it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Shout, shout out to Metalik too for getting his uh, his little push there. A nice opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah, something something yeah. different, something a little outside the box there. Which is- King of the ropes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, shout out to SmackDown. Grand Metalik is a solid competitor for AJ next week. I appreciate that. Um, guys, listener question of the week. This one's been uh, been uh, festering for uh, about uh, two weeks now. Uh, a longtime supporter, uh, big guy Joe Ford over there at the. Uh, Four Brothers podcast. Is that Four Brothers Bracket podcast? Time yeah, you got it. Yep. You go. uh, giving us a question. Pretty pretty in-depth one here. A lot of thought has to go into this one. Yeah, I, I, honestly, he stumped me on this, man. I, yeah. I struggled hard, and honestly, I still can't even answer some of them. Don't worry. I got that, a character exactly right for you, buddy. When it's your turn, I'll build your character. <laughs> I got your finishing move ready to go, so don't worry. Yeah. About All right, so let's get yeah. to the question before we, anyone uh, speculates. Uh, he wants us to create our own wrestler. Uh, he wants us to give a theme song, a finisher. How would we debut uh, against and against whom? And then a uh, he added on the end here, add a catchphrase and for a heel or a face. And he can't wait for it. So uh, we'll start off. Uh, no, noodles can't go first. So Tommy Boy, what, what do we got for? What's your creative character here? Well, obviously I'm going to go with my name, Bad News Canale. 
There you go. <laughs> okay. There you go. Obviously, he's a heel. Yep. A uh, theme I always wanted to come out. I always wanted to see a like a um, a wrestler or like a baseball player come out to the song, but for whom the bell tolls by Metallica, just the first okay. couple seconds with the bells and stuff is very yeah, cool. That's and cool. And then it goes into yes, uh, my finisher. I've always loved this move, and you don't see it as often anymore. But a power bomb would be the okay. bad news power bomb. There you go. Like maybe add a little like you know like a little last ride flow to it type of thing. My debut would be the roar after um, the roar after mania. You know, because always, you know, big stuff happens, obviously. Obviously not after this one, but years pass. And I'll go against whoever the big baby face is at the moment. I mean, is it Roman? Is it Drew? So. Oh, catapult and, to the top, Tommy. Wow. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I like on. it. I like it. Give me Drew. I would see my catchphrase would be, I'm, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. So there you go. Right. A little copyright infringement, but it's okay. It's, yeah, uh, hey, man. Hey. <laughs> I, I like that. Uh, I'm going to go second because I always go last. Uh, um, my character is his name. This is a shout out to GCW. If you guys know what that is, don't worry about it. Uh, Bobo Jenkins. Bobo Jenkins is a, uh, a dejected clown from uh, your local Southern Circus down in uh, the, the boonies. Um, my debut, he's a, I'm just going to describe him to you because maybe not everyone knows what I look like. He's a, I'm not tall, but he would be like six foot seven. Uh, bald head, large beard, and like disheveled uh, face paint all over him. Dressed kind of, he looks like dresses like kind of like Luke Harper ish with a sweaty like look and like southern trash. Um, my debut will be at the Rumble. I will debut and I will destroy uh, The Undertaker. That is my oh. uh, my first attack. Wow. Yeah. Uh, whether it's interrupting his match or whatever, just ruining his night. Um, my theme song would be like a. Uh, a metal version of Doink the Clown's theme song. Uh, so how, you can just imagine it however you want to. Uh, just like a little creepy, but like have a little metal behind it. Um, my, I kind of added this to myself. I will be retiring Undertaker at the following WrestleMania. At our debut. <laughs> Talk about, about going to the top, huh? Jeez. <laughs> and uh, my finishing move is the Vertebraker. I don't know if you guys remember that, that Shane Helms used to do back in WCW. He kind of like hooks him like the impaler, picks him up and drops him on the fucking on on his neck. Uh, I just want to kill the Undertaker. Is kind of what I want to do at that point. And I don't have a catchphrase. I just tilt my head like a Michael Myers esque uh, villain, and that's my guy, Bobo Jenkins. Shout out to uh, Eric James. <laughs> I don't know what's in the water at the Slavinsky Canal House, but I tell you, your imaginations are fantastic. Don't ever change the both of you guys. Shoot for the stars, and your dreams will both come true. You got it. That's all you have to do. Yeah. I love it. Nick and you, you want to retire the Undertaker? That's great. I love it. You got to shoot big, man, right? Why not? I, listen, Drew, Undertaker, your, your numbers are being called, both of you guys. Be ready. I didn't, I didn't know if we were going after, like, a present-day wrestler or, or – uh, historical one but you can do whatever you want noodles yeah. what do you got give us your half-assed answer here well, i mean uh, uh, there's no one other than you have to go after than stone cold steve austin and you're going to be yeah. a heel right if you got to go yeah. after the rattlesnake or hogan i would definitely go after hogan too since he was the ultimate the ultimate face theme song would definitely probably be i think deep purple smoke on the water it's just a tremendous oh, okay. a lot of punk a lot of punch uh as far as the rock rhythm goes my finisher would be some type of uh either a punt or 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 a stomp uh like you know rollins-esque of course yeah um and i think i would name it helter skelter would be the would be the finisher finisher okay. name i like that um I like it. but 
Jersey, since you're so enthusiastic, why don't you give me a wrestling name? I'll, I'll put you in charge. Well, I had a whole I had a whole character for you, but I know we're running out of time. I mean, your character would be the Mr. Matt character. Your first feud would be against a Brooklyn Brawler. Okay. Um, the Brooklyn Brawler will be wearing his ripped Yankee jersey. Um, and your your theme song, I mean, your catchphrase would be, hey, there's always next season. And, and, and you'd want me to put over the brawler, too, I'm sure. <laughs> you know I do. You know I do. I was hoping your nickname, your name would be Nicky Noodles and you'd come out in a, uh, a, a ramen noodle shirt and throw ramen noodles into the crowd. <laughs> like the New Day throws pancakes. I love Nicky it. Noodle soup. Nicky Noodle Soup. Uh, Nicky and then, Noodle Soup with the soda on the side. That's good. <laughs> We'll end it off with the uh, the top baby face here, uh, MG3. Oh, I'm actually – I'm turning heel, boys. I'm oh. not normally heel. I'm you turning gotta go heel. heel. Of course. I have to be. You know what I mean? I, I you know, so George, before you I, started, please tell me your finishing name is not the Jersey Turnpike. That's all I know. No, no, no. <laughs> Nothing to do with Jersey. Nothing to do with Jersey in this, in this character. Um, you know, I got to be an Italian, so my name would be Tony Benendetti Jr. All right? I'm a second-generation Italian. My theme song would be the Scarface intro theme song. Oh my God. I don't know the name of it, but if yeah. you've seen Scarface, the yeah. like little beginning part of it, sure, that would be my intro theme song. My catchphrase is, are you talking to me? <laughs> are you talking to me? Robbie De Niro. <laughs> there we go. Uh, my finish would be called the Forget About It. But it's actually a Scorpion. It's my version of the Scorpion Death Drop because, I, I mean, I love Sting growing up, and I love that Scorpion Death Drop, that reverse DDT. I thought it was fantastic. And not many did it better than he did with that reverse. So I loved it. And then I'm not going to be as bold as going out to Stone Cold or The Undertaker or, or, or Doo-Doo. Um, I'm going to be putting myself into the Money in the Bank ladder match. Okay. And what I'm going to do is okay. I'm going to be – I'm going to attack one of the baby faces in the back get him out of the match and I'm going to start myself into the money in the bank ladder match because an Italian with a briefcase, you know, that's what <laughs> I need. What's inside. Fairly fitting. <laughs> you never know what's inside. Could be a fish, could be a horse head, or it could be a contract. Let your imaginations run wild. Wow. I love it. That's a, that's, those are the type of questions I want to hear every week. Um, to, to be a part of the listener question of the week, just send it to us at uh, WrestleBuzz on Instagram or WrestleBuzz at three Z's on Twitter. Uh, we love to hear everyone's questions. Thank you, Joseph Ford, uh, Thanks, for that Alex. wonderful question. It mm-hmm. gave us a lot of laughs here. Whether or not you enjoyed it or not, you could lick my balls. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Russell, uh, WrestleBuzz uh, on Instagram, guys. Just go follow us. We need followers on there, boys. We need uh, we need some help. We need. Uh, I want to reach twenty thousand by tomorrow. So. Hopefully- <laughs> Like oh, we're not shooting, are we shooting for the stars still or not? All right, you got it. There's only, only it. one way yeah. to shoot. Listen, if you're booking, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 14 of Wrestling Journal Podcast, boys. Uh, check us out. If you're not, you're obviously listening to us on iTunes or Spotify. Uh, rate and review on iTunes, please, and uh, download every week. It would be greatly appreciated. Uh, we love you all. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace.